GM Dreamstream Machine Podcast. Fellows and Sheilas, welcome back to Vol Supreme Synth VGM Dreamstream Machine Podcast, the podcast that plays the synthiest synth video game music in all the universe. Now, this is going to be a very special episode indeed, because we are going to be dealing with the nichiest of niches ever to be niched. Ladies and gentlemen, we are diving deep into the world of synthy cat video game music. And look, it also gives me great pleasure to introduce this episode's guest who will be helping me claw through these ma- this mammoth task. Fellas and Sheilas, all the way from the other side of the globe, from Canada, he's a video game music composer and a feline expert. Please give it up for the man of steel himself, Ladies and gentlemen, it's Ryan Steele. Welcome to the show, Ryan. G'day, mate. Oh, I thought you were a Canadian, but yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm up here from, uh, I'm from up under, don't you know? I went for a walkabout, used to be from down south, now I'm from up under. I think I had a joke, um, yeah, not really a joke, but on my last episode of um, season one, when we played your pick, I said that I, I didn't even know what your voice sounded like because everything you sent me was different. And then I'd listen to you on another podcast and it seemed different again. So, and then you throw in the Aussie voice just as we're starting and you just completely shattered my mind. What can I say, bud? I got my Tim Tams and ready to go. <laughs> Sweet. Well, we are going to be going through, we've both chosen around about 10 or more of our favorite synthy cat video game songs that we've found from from all kinds of video game places. But before we get into that, the reason we have the main reason we have you on the show is so that we can go through your soundtrack that was released last year. And ladies and gentlemen, that soundtrack is Catlandia Crisis at Fort Porfrint. Why am I finding it so hard to talk? Anyway, um, this soundtrack came out last year, am I correct? About mid last year? Yeah, betcha. It was like uh, yesterday, one year ago, don't you know? And you are the composer of this amazing Catlandia soundtrack, are you not? Is that not correct? Um, I like to think of myself as a master at forgery, so yes. <laughs> well, I think you've done a very excellent job at forgery because we, we're going to check out the soundtrack i've chosen two tracks to play you've chosen three um i would love to go through those tracks one at a time talk about the tracks you can give us a little bit of insight into what is catlandia and then we will jump into 
the mammoth task of playing synth cat VGM. So how about, let's kick things off with your first pick. I believe it is a spark in the air. I believe so. At least that's what I think it's called when I wrote it. I don't actually remember what the band cap title is. I think it's still a spark in the air. Yeah, no, I think it is too. So, all right, let's play that and we'll come back and talk about it. Ladies and gentlemen, this is A Spark in the Air from Catalandia by Ryan Steele. Ladies and gentlemen, that was a spark in the air, and that was a pretty that was a pretty epic and uh, emotional emotional track. I'd love to know where that sits in this cute <laughs> this cute cat RPG that is Catlandia. But maybe first, Ryan, you can um, give us a little rundown of what the game actually is, and um, then we can. And I'd love to hear how that song actually fits into the game. All right. So Catlandia is a 2D RPG featuring your favorite felines and other creatures, such as dogs, magpies, raccoons, and more dogs, and magpies, and owls, and more dogs. But most importantly, cats with hats and costumes. 
In this 2D cat adventure, you will encounter dogs and more dogs in which you will fight with many cat puns and nothing else that comes to mind. However, I can inform you that it's a whole lot of fun. It has a really fun combat system, which is fairly difficult until you understand how it works. There is an exposure system in which you have to hit the enemies with the right amount of attacks to increase the exposure and which then allows every attack to be a critical hit, which is necessary for every combat because otherwise you will be riggedy wrecked in the Dark Souls difficulty that should be that really shouldn't be there in a cat RPG. But we did it anyways, because <laughs> what's our target audience? It's not children. It's adults who have played RPGs and love cats. Very niche. Yeah, I had a quick play of it yesterday and I was very pleasantly surprised as to how funny it was. When I looked at just the artwork on its own, I, did, I honestly didn't really know what to expect coming into the game. And once I started playing a lot of the dialogue and that was really quite funny. But look, this is all about the, about the music. So I have been listening to your soundtrack quite a bit since you've put it out and I, I really enjoy it. And I really enjoy the, um, the variation of tracks. And it's one of the things I'm quite interested in, um, both hearing from you where the tracks fit into the game and also as I play through the game, just, just waiting to see my favorite R. Diddy Steel song pop up in the background. <laughs> so, where, yeah, I guess you could explain how that last song fits into the game to me it sounds like a um real i guess yeah kind of suspense anticipation leading up to some really dramatic cat and dog fight well uh, a spark in the air is a nod to the final boss in the main story um there's more bosses in the dlc so this was written before we did our updated content it is the area theme for Sparkplug, which is the final boss in the game. Sparkplug's uh, identity is electric. That's why he is known as the electric dog in the other track. So in the area, um, I have taken the main melodic idea, which is in the pipe organ sound, uh, from that next following track. So it is foreshadowing the next song to come. And then it's a lot of synthetic arps. And then it goes from having these arped rhythmic drums and it kind of flows into the pipe organ section. And from there it kind of builds into the my nod to Beethoven's symphony Moonlit Sonata using our, our running arpeggio, which is going up and down the piano, and I'm panning it left and right. And I had an, um, an idea of having it on the forefront for a while, but then it just kind of didn't feel quite right. So then I, I, drew a, I pulled it back, I put it in the background, and then I just made the harpsichord and other instruments have more of an emphasis, an emphasis, and then building that emotion um, I really like the simplicity behind the track and foreshadowing as a, an idea of a boss battle to come. Yeah, and so that's the electric dog. And I, I've actually chosen that song to end the episode on. So we'll come back to that one right at the end. And it's, my goodness, it's a, 
it's quite a it's quite a journey that song and it, we go from all kinds of different styles and yeah that electric dog is um prog metal is how i would simply describe it it was written when i was i used to be playing in a prog metal band and therefore the influences of prog metal was there all right well up next i would like to play a song that i've chosen um it's catlandia it's not necessarily a synth soundtrack um to me it seems like you've flavored a lot of the songs with hints of synth here and there but um this next track that i've chosen is sleepy boy this is a fantastic track again another a swing in a another completely different direction i think this is just a just a very pleasant and uplifting track so let's give it a listen is this is sleepy boy from catlandia by ryan Steele.
ladies and gentlemen, that was Sleepy Boy from Catlandia. And I really like that song. To me, it's just an extremely pleasant song. Every note seems to be just in the right, in the place you want it to be, just to, you know, really lift the spirits and make you feel nice and relaxed. And it's a, it seems a little bit heroic as well. There's something a little bit um, relaxed but heroic about it. Yeah, tell us, tell us a little bit, a little bit more about this sleepy boy we were listening to. Oh, he's a sleepy boy, don't you know? Uh, the sleepy boy is known as Fetch. He is a Shiba Inu ally. He is known as one of the good boys, the ones who are, uh, you know, all about getting those heckin' treats and uh, don't do no bamboozling. He's a good boy, don't you know? Um, Fetch is an NPC in Catlandia, and he is he informs you that Sparkplug is the real bad guy here, and he's here to help you out. So, when you first meet him, you get his daytime Fetch theme, and then this one plays when you're in nighttime, when you find Fetch. And then there is a third iteration for the DLC when you're in the, uh, the construction yard, which, incidentally will be the track that'll be coming up next. So what I did is I took the percussion elements from the yard, and then I just put the Fetch's theme over top of it. So I have three iterations of this song. Um, So Fetch is just an NPC friend for you to talk to. And with his name, Fetch, eyeglass tilt, um, eyeglass rays here, he sends you on a Fetch quest to receive pieces of paper for him of his diary and therefore dog pun fetch okay but he's not is he a dog 100% he's a Shiba Inu oh yeah of course so the dogs aren't all bad no the good boys the good boys the ones who are have heard about treats the treats from the masters the gods who are they've heard that the, the treats that if they do the, the principles of the good boys that they'll be rewarded in treats which are uh, if I remember correctly, heckin' delicious. <laughs> I'm a little bit annoyed that I haven't I haven't gotten further into this game because everything you're saying sounds very very interesting, and I wish I wish I'd um, already known about it beforehand. But unfortunately, that wasn't the case. So yeah, so what track have you got up for us next? I have the yard from the game Catlandia Crisis at Four Paw Print, composed by. Now, I think I have his name correct. Uh, Rian Lastilio. <laughs> awesome. All right. Let it roll.
Ladies and gentlemen, that was The Yard from Catalandia. And I love that. That was really gave me vibes of old 70s crime films. Had the really, really solid groove all the way through. And again, to me, it just sounded like another, another song where every note's just kind of perfectly placed. Nothing's overdone. And you were mentioning while we were listening to it, it's a fairly, it's one of the more simple songs, but I think, I think it's very effective. So, well done. Another, another classic banger from Ryan Steele. So, tell us, tell us a little bit about The Yard. You've kind of in, introduced us to it. I'd love to know a little bit more how this, this amazing track fits into the game. So, after you beat the game, after you beat Spark Plug, uh, you are allowed to continue your adventure with some new updated content, which was added last October, in which you go up to a construction yard and um, fight a bulldog and a bulldozer and a Chuck Russell Terrier with a jackhammer. <laughs> and this Brilliant. is the track. I love it. This is the track that plays while you're inside the yard and you're adventuring. And then eventually you come to the Tall House, which is a you know a new facility you can go to, and you climb up and fight enemies, and eventually you fight the boss at the top, like any good beat 'em up final fight game has. Boss is always at the top. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, I I love that. Imagine if I was playing and that music was going in the background, I'd feel pretty invincible. But um, up next, I have chosen. I could say this is possibly my favorite song of the soundtrack and I just think this has got a really it matches the title perfectly the music as you would expect from a, a fine composer as yourself the darkness in the trees I think this is a really cool uh, mysterious sa- sounding track and ladies and gentlemen I would love you all to hear it right now enjoy
Ladies and gentlemen, that was Darkness in the Trees. And I certainly feel when I'm listening to that song that I'm in some mysterious magical forest or something like that. It's really cool. Most of the song has a, a slightly sinister but mostly mysterious kind of vibe for me. And then I really I really like it how in that um in the bridge section the mood shifts a little bit and I think that's a I think that's a, a clever trick when you've got songs that are just on loop continuously. You get it kind of without making it too jarring, you it's nice to bring the mood away a little bit and then boom back into the yeah, it, every you can always come back into anything with a massive tom roll, can't you? Just some Phil Collins. <laughs> classic, absolutely classic. I, actually, I'm not sure why I didn't put that in the song. That was, that was probably a mistake. But uh, anyway, there's always uh, Cutlandia too. It's called copyright. <sighs> yeah, but you could have just, you know, you could have just done it at a different tempo. You can't copyright a, a drum fill. You can sure try. You just have to. I'm sure Gene Simmons would try. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. But look, we are coming up to our last Catlandia truck for now. Um, I'm kind of feeling a bit sad about that actually, but at the same time, I realise that we still have the mammoth task of taking on the entire world's collection of synth cat VGM. So, yeah, why don't you... Uh, I'd, yeah, again, I'd love to hear how that last song fits into the game. Sure, sure. And then why don't you bring us into your last track, which is, another, again, another, even though I didn't pick it, it's another of my favourites from the, from the soundtrack. But we'll get to that shortly. The Darkness in the Trees. Originally written by Ryan Steele, was used to be called Whisker Woods Night because it played in the Whisker Woods at night. And I'm not very creative with song titles. I'm very straight to the point. So luckily, Ryan Brimsgrove, the lead composer and writer, gave me these songs a much better track name than I did. This song plays in the Whisker Woods at night time. So you explore Whisker Woods you explore the Whisker Woods during the daytime, and there's certain things you can't do, like get into certain areas because it has solar panel electric fences. Because when all the humans are gone, the sun still shines. And so some of the old magic is still in the land, even though there's no humans. So you have to wait till nighttime to go into certain areas where the electric fence is no longer up and running. Well, but you're, while you're there, it's dark. The raccoons are out. The owls are about. Ah, oh, yes, it is dark and sinister. And with that dark and sinister track, there is a heavy metal fight song instead of a synth-based RPG-esque Final Fantasy battle music. And that is... Are you leading into your Jackhammer song now? No, not really. Jackhammer's That's, theme? Uh, Jackhammer's theme is actually the final track in the game. Oh, wow. Okay. It's when you have ascended the towers of Babel and you are coming to pierce the heavens themselves and you fight the mighty Jack Russell, known as Jackhammer. <laughs> and I don't think this is actually called Jackhammer's theme. The real name is Hammered Concrete, 
which is uh, a track that goes many places and was the most recent song that I had written for this game because most of the music was written over the span of five years before I went to audio school, afterwards, during audio school. And so this was the very last song I wrote and probably one of the only few songs on the album which the guitars are on time. <laughs> yeah, I, I, lo- I love this next track. I particularly love the second half because mm, the too. first half... The first half is good, but then when it hits the second part with all those crazy chromatic kind of sections, it really starts to get a little bit wild. And it's, it's quite different from the first half, but then when it all comes back together, it comes back together really nicely at the end, I think. So, um, yeah, why don't you introduce this next track and we'll give it a listen. This is Hammered Concrete by Ryan Steele from the game known as Catlandia, Crisis at Four Pawprint.
Ladies and gentlemen, that epic track was Hammered Concrete, also known as, well, what's his name? Jack Russell, the Jackhammer. The <laughs> Jackhammer! <laughs> the ultimate, ultimate boss. That, was, that, that song is just completely epic from start to finish. And even though it starts off pretty heavy metal, I think the intensity is still there in that second half when it goes all just wild and there's all those marimbas come in and stuff like that. I love it. It's great. Very excellent tunes. And folks, I am a little bit sad that we're leaving Catlandia, but, but we do have one more song for you at the end of the episode. And Ryan, if people want to buy the game or the soundtrack, what should they do? Well, I would inform them that Catlandia can be found on multiple platforms such as Steam, iOS and Android, and itch.io. You can find the soundtrack either through Steam or at Bandcamp. Sweet, and I will leave links in the description, no doubt. But ladies and gentlemen, up now is the second part of today's episode and if you thought things were wild before things are going to get absolutely insane now because we're diving even deeper into the world of cats Brian, would you like to bring us in to section two please ladies and gents that concludes the first bit of the show make sure you come back in two months time to catch the incredible second part it's perfect Cheers.